Tech Culture Vibes. Hello and welcome to a very, very cool episode of the Tech Culture Vibes. This is going to be an interesting episode because most recently uh, a lot of my friends uh, from the digital marketing industry have texted me, uh, you know, uh, some alarming texts, some concerned texts uh, on the lines of, you know, uh, Coca-Cola withdrawing or the Facebook boycott as you call it, right? Hashtag Facebook boycott, hashtag delete Facebook, you know, talking about the accountability that the platform is supposed to be taking. You know, we're talking Coca-Cola, we're talking Hershey's, we're talking a bunch of other such brands. So we thought, uh, you know, I was having a chat with my very, very good friend, Janvi Duvori, who's on the other end of this phone call. Janvi, say hi. Hi. <laughs> right. So I have to say, Janvi, say hi, because, you know, Janvi is, uh, you know, just she's, she's a child and all my life I've had to actually school feed her. And uh, she's an authority on, uh, you know, she's a champion of human rights. She's a person who's, who takes moral, uh, you know, uh, my God. The, the whole spec- <laughs> spectrum of morality and everything very, very seriously. And her spectrum is extremely right. So <laughs> there's not much of a bandwidth, which is why it makes for an interesting conversation. Uh, so Janvi and I, we were talking sometime last week. We said, you know, what's going on with uh, with Facebook and the Facebook boycott. So talking about Janvi, Janvi and I, how long have we known each other, Janvi? I think what a few years. Uh, five years. Five, five years. years My yeah. God! And five years later, yeah. you're still twenty-three. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> right. So JD, uh, JD is what I call her. So oftentimes you'll hear me interrupt and say, JD, this is what I'm saying. Uh, so Janvi is basically an NRI, uh, was an NRI, was briefly Indian and went back to being an NRI. Uh, where were you born, Janvi? What's your scene? I was born in a tiny town called Bhilai in Chhattisgarh in the middle of India. That's disappointing. <laughs> Hey, hey, don't hate on Pillai. <laughs> no, you mentioned north of India. I mean... Oh. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. But you lived a significant part of your life in uh, Dubai? Yeah, I lived in Bahrain and Dubai for the first 14 years of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Bangalore in 2006. Right. And then I moved to Melbourne, Australia in 2018. Right. And so what's your, what's your favorite stint? Uh, the Middle East, Bangalore or Australia? Uh, Bangalore first, Melbourne second and then the Middle East. Wow, that, that's not telling much about uh, you know, your formative years. That, that also explains <laughs> other things, but this, this is not a topic. Of... We'll not go into that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So JD, you, you studied uh, in Christ. I did. I went yeah. to law school. Can you believe that? Yeah, I, I can actually. I really can't believe that. Uh, did yeah. you went to the international school? No, no you went to Indus. You went to Indus. You went to Indus. Right. That's a fancy school for anybody who's listening to this. Kind of like the <laughs> Zero Ambani equivalent of Bangalore. So, so Jenny, you moved to Melbourne, obviously, to pursue your master's in uh, yes. in marketing and digital marketing, yes. to be precise. Is that right? Um, it's actually marketing overall and mm-hmm. I'm specializing in public relations and image marketing. Right. But uh, I, yeah, my background is in digital marketing, but I thought that, you know, I would do a course that would be sort of covering all Overarching, sorts of yeah, 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 right, right. Melbourne's a beautiful place. This is a great time it to tell is. my audience that I'm a very well-traveled man. <laughs> He's <laughs> been to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> That's my claim to fame, you guys. Yeah, all right. <laughs> He's been He's been down under. <laughs> yeah, I've been down under. I could, still could not see any kangaroos crossing the road, so I was mildly disappointed. Yeah, Another thing 
that disappointed me about Australia is that when I got to Australia, I was still walking on my feet, and that did not sit well with all of my education at all oh. because I thought it's upside okay. down. But uh, okay. apparently, yeah, that's yeah, not that's true. true. Much to no, you know, we see, all walk the same. <laughs> yeah, we all walk the same. It's very, very disappointing. But at least you know, against the run of play, a lot of companies yeah. stood up and they uh, basically participated unexpectedly in the Facebook boycott, including companies. Yes. uh like coca cola which is very very uh, well known to fund wars so exactly. so how did how did this come to be right so so that's what we're going to be yeah. discussing the topic at hand yeah. is political stances in advertising but we're going to go one step backward and we're going to say uh, you know political stances in any media communication for that matter right not necessarily yeah. advertising right and uh, we're going to basically make it about you know what kind of accountability yeah. or what kind of a role do the advertisers themselves play in this age of misinformation fake news lack yeah. of clarity transparency and what kind of a role do the end users play in consuming these platforms to begin with right mm-hmm. and the backdrop is there's no dearth of backdrops for this topic uh, obviously mm-hmm. the most famous boycott facebook moment that has recently started uh, as recently as 3 days ago the indian government and banned a bunch of chinese apps uh, you know on the lines of uh, violating data privacy etc etc right and uh, we most recently heard hershey's uh, withdraw all their marketing budgets from facebook and what kind of an impact will that have on the agencies yeah. right but it's yeah. not so yeah. much a business conversation that we're going to have today as we're going to have uh, you know obviously a conversation on what should be the political stance of a platform what should be the political stance of an advertiser and the end user So, Jerry, what do you make of the boycott Facebook movement? Well, you know, I think it started off with uh, Unilever, if I'm not wrong. That's right. That, that's right. Yeah. That uh, started off this boycott, claiming that you know the the platform is not doing much to curb the amount of hate speech and fake news and just the crap, for a lack of a better yeah, word, that you absolutely. find uh, on social media. Right. And I think you know, if if you're a platform that that caters to so many people and that's got so many people hooked onto it, there has to be some sort of responsibility in terms of what you're putting out. Some compliance, um, especially some compliance, and especially with the kind of content that goes out where people are openly calling for genocides of minority communities, people are issuing rape threats and death threats to women on a daily basis. Time. Yeah. it becomes so normal as you know one of those annoying good morning messages you get on whatsapp right. you know it's become as commonplace as that so how can facebook stay silent is what i'm trying to figure out and right right think- whatsapp itself uh, i think uh, you've made a very good point in mentioning whatsapp also whatsapp itself has yeah. been extremely instrumental in propagating disinformation lies oh, uh, fake news right particularly absolutely. in the I- indian markets Oh absolutely in the Indian context and uh, recently I I was reading somewhere that you know with uh, everything that happened in Delhi in the last 7 uh, or 8 months ago you know with the CAA protests and right. anti CAA protests right. and uh, I was just reading recently that there was this one person who created a Hindu right wing group on WhatsApp and um, was you know kind of boasting about how he uh, attacked or killed people of a minority community Um, you know, on that group, Good and Lord. you know, as if it was some sort of badge of honor, and then you know that message gets sent throughout that group, which has about thousands and millions of followers, and then right. it gets shared onto other family groups, and right. it's sort of permeated into our family groups as well. I find My a lot God. of you know, the, the extended family groups that we're a part of on WhatsApp receiving all cra- all types of bullshit. 
yeah about uh, you know stuff like this and it's really really concerning that this is the kind of things that people believe and actually share and spread right. so right. there has to be some sort of response you know in our circles in our day like you know when we were colleagues as well yeah. we used to joke about whatsapp university right like quote on oh, yeah. whatsapp university but i feel like the minority which is you know just try to stay grounded and also you know just actually carry out some kind of moral justice in the world while we continue to mock whatsapp university whatsapp university itself is a very very big phenomenon that is much bigger the beast is much bigger than what we can control now and yeah. i think for every one person who knows whatsapp university to be uh, a derogatory term that's nine yeah. you know uh, in a manner of speaking are actively, of course is not yeah, that, who, exactly yeah there are there are nine who use that as a legitimate source of information absolutely they would rather you know get all their information and content from whatsapp than they would like actually reading a newspaper or an article or even talking to another person about it they would rather that oh yeah if it comes on whatsapp then it's probably true because this person sent it to me and that's that's, right. that's scary that's right that's right and also facebook by virtue of owning whatsapp and you remember the time uh, you know mark zuckerberg was summoned in the senate right and he was yeah, grilled yeah. and uh, yeah. for most parts his answer was senator i, I cannot comment on right and yeah you just very sheepishly sat there yeah whatever yeah. became of it right whatever became of it yeah, yeah. you know i personally am uh, you know i i follow mark zuckerberg and i am a fan of his leadership i am a fan of how he's very successfully running a giant organization at a very young age but when it becomes a matter of not only in a manner of speaking but literally a matter of life and death where yeah. you know there's so many times we hear in india somebody was uh, you know killed uh you know yeah. somebody was lynched because in whatsapp you know they there was misinformation about this person being yeah there have, right there have been uh, girls who've been um, lured on a facebook date and then raped and murdered and nothing has happened so right. it's you know i i'm not questioning zuckerberg's business yeah. sense or his you know the the way he approaches business he might be a great businessman but i think at at the current situation that we're in right now i feel like morality and ethics needs to take um, you know a, needs a, to play a bigger pivotal, role than yeah, business yeah, yeah. business right. can take a back seat for a few for a few minutes because i feel like we we everyone's made enough money right. the people who need to make money have made enough money but at the cost of what at right. whose expense right and and that's where i think the boycott has sort of it's it's kind of a, it's interesting a that, that yeah, yeah this is the this is the first time that it is not just a bunch of uh, you know rebels or a bunch of uh, people who take you know political stances and morality very seriously just sitting in a protest this is for the first time that we are talking uh, a very visible dent on facebook's bottom line right yes. which is where uh, you know unilever coming out and all of these uh, you know yeah. uh, companies coming out and saying what they're saying that you know we need more accountability uh, could probably for the first time fill one with hope that you know there could be some accountability coming out Yeah. Right. Should political advertising be allowed to begin with? I'm kind of on the fence about it because, see, from a political party, and the elections are coming up. I want to, you know, obviously win seats. I want people to vote for me. I want to, you know, help get the word out there and promote my candidates and all of that. Social media is a great tool to use. You and I have spoken about the kind of insights that we get from social media right. is amazing. You will not right. find that on any other traditional media. It's very measurable and um, also a lot cheaper. You know, for the kind of money right. that you spend on traditional media, you you get a lot more traction and engagement on digital and social media. Right. right. Having said that, but the manner of doing it is the one that we're questioning, right? Like you, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. I think look, political advertising can be allowed. 
provided there are some checks and balances that Facebook and all these other platforms put in place. You cannot, you know, come on to a platform like Facebook and run amok with the kind of crap that you put on. That is where I get a little concerned that there is absolutely no filter that Facebook puts on. On the fake news, on the political propaganda, there is absolutely no no censorship and that's concerning. You can, I, I, I don't have a problem with political parties advertising on, on digital media and social media as long as it's gone through at least a couple of layers of filtering and censoring by the platform itself. Right, you know, a lot of people call it a conspiracy theory but I feel like uh, that's a minority. Uh, but a lot of people, uh, you know, do tend to think that there was a lot of, in fact, a massive role that was played by uh, the Republicans in the Trump elections, the ones that uh, Trump won. So, so, so my question to you is: At the end of the day, these are businesses, right? These political parties, yes. they have a brief, they have the brief to win, basically, right? There's better strategy, there's better targeting, there's better communication, so on and so forth. But then again, at some point in time, and uh, unfortunately, most recently, we've realized that there's a lot of hate mongering, there's a lot of racism, yeah. there's a lot of groupism, yeah. you know, there's a lot of uh, anti-Semitic narrative, there's a lot of, uh, you know, anti-Muslim narrative, right? One major reason why I feel like this movement has to be given a lot of steam is the entry point of where people get on these platforms. 13-year-old kids, 14-year-old kids are allowed to have an account on Facebook, Instagram and all these places. Yeah. So, so I, you know, while GDPR was a good move when it came to data breach, privacy and yeah. all those things, definitely, you know, fake news, propaganda and all of these things needs to be regulated. There has to be some compliance yeah. like you rightly pointed out at the beginning. Absolutely. And it's, it's because... Um, with the kind of money that these political parties spend on Facebook, for instance, I think, uh, was it last year's Indian election cycle? I think the yeah, BJP, exactly. yeah. spent like ridiculous, some 20 crores or something just yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. They were number one and there was daylight between them and the second uh, highest uh, spender. And the second highest. So you, those are the kind of budgets that are allocated only for social media. And it's ridiculous that with that kind of money, if Facebook is, you know, is only looking to benefit from that, then it's just scary that there's absolutely no filter. It's also funny yeah. because Facebook is a obviously, you know, very, very keen on, uh, and it's not just Facebook to be very fair. It's not like YouTube doesn't run. Oh, it's not like Google Double Click doesn't run. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So any, any, any massive platform such as, such as Facebook or Google tomorrow, if TikTok is unbanned in India and the rest of the world, it is not banned anyways. You know, uh, definitely uh, there's no doubt about the fact that there has to be some kind of regulation. But it's also funny, there's a little slightly different take uh, that, that I want to sort of experiment with you. That, you know, the, these companies are taking money and just treating it like business as usual. Yeah. But also the fact that once the go- government is formulated, I think there's a lot yeah. of I scratch my back, you scratch mine sort of a oh, thing, yeah. oh, yeah. policy that's going on over here, right? Where yeah. I'll safeguard your interests, you safeguard mine. And you safeguard mine because it's, especially in a country like India where we've seen that, you know, it's... You, you want to be friends with Ambani, for example, right? Like, yeah, you... You, you, you don't yeah, want lack you, of stability, yeah. You don't. You want to be best friends with him. You want, you know, because you want to enjoy the clout and the the uh, reach that he enjoys. Yeah. yeah, and the reach that he enjoys. You want to benefit off of it. And, 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 and not surprisingly, JD, this is a topic that I'm discussing with Subir uh, in the next yeah. episode also, which is that Facebook yeah. went so far as to actually put 43,000 crore rupees into GeoMark 
and a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of experts are actually saying it is not so much a business deal as it is a political deal oh absolutely it's absolutely it's protection money it's hafta protection money it's hafta it's bhatta right it, so it is it is it is hafta <laughs> it's exactly that it's like you know you have your neighborhood shop and you don't yeah. want the local gunda to yeah, to you know you. trouble yeah. you so you yeah. pay him every week you pay him a money protection money you're like listen right. just don't shut my shop down don't scare my customers away but take care of me when shit hits the fan i'll call you and you take care of me exactly and he'll be like yes bro Exactly. So and it's 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 sad that all of this is happening at the expense of what? At whose risk? At the public's risk. And the public is not the Indian middle class. The upper caste Hindu Indian middle class is not concerned about this at all. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And that's that's dangerous. That's that dangerous. is scary. Yeah. It's people and like you and me who are sitting here and going. What yeah, we are the fringe now. We are the fringe now. Yeah. And thinking, what is going on? How is how are these messages, um, you know, appearing? And and why is it that Facebook is allowed to run amok with all kinds of uh, nonsense? You know, you remember three basics. You remember net neutrality debate that yes, came out, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. And we were very concerned about you know all of it didn't being controlled by two companies. And yeah. guess what is happening now, right? So very similar, very similar narrative. So anyway, so so this is again a slightly you know, similar topic with a slightly different angle, which is you know if the government's going to hold these platforms by the balls, right? Like you yes. know what you know what China is doing, right? China is not allowed yeah. Google. China is not allowed Facebook to function. Yeah. We are all aware of the extreme lengths to which uh, you know we see Mark Zuckerberg trying to woo, woo. China. Yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Learning yeah. Mandarin. You know, doing all yeah. these things, and you know, uh, China's got very, very powerful internet companies, right? They've yeah, got, he's, he's desperately trying to impress the popular girl in school, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, it's 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 problematic because I feel like the regulation that has to come out, the compliance that has to be adhered to, uh, shouldn't just be to make the platform accountable, but it should also be to make the platforms, you know, principles uniform across regions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So if you're going to protect oh, yeah. my privacy, if you're going to protect my data, right? Yeah. And tomorrow, let's say that the Indian government says that you know what, you know, you enjoy the maximum amount of consumption of your properties here in India, WhatsApp, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, all these uh, pro- all these platforms. But then again, yeah. I'm not going to let you function if you don't comply with X, Y, Z. Okay. Yes. Now, for the sake of the debate, I'll say I want to know about Muslim apologists. Yes. Okay. It's a shame that I have to say Muslim apologists because you have to be Muslim yeah. and you don't have to be an apologist. But you know what? Like whatever. Like you know, they're going to say that oh, whoever's against whoever's got extremely you know sharp things to say about the government. I want you to yeah. reveal this to me. I'm not sure Facebook will refuse. Oh, they I'm won't. Not sure about that at all. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they won't. <laughs> um, um, because I I remember this one incident. Um, it, this was in Bombay. I think after Bal Thakre died. Mm. I think Bombay came to an absolute like a lockdown kind of situation. Everything was shut. I mean, obviously, right. he was such a big figure, you know, for Maharashtra politics Absolutely. and all of that. I get it. Yes. I get it. You you know you want to um, have a mourning period and all of that. That that's fine, understandable. Or you don't want any trouble. Yeah, you don't want any trouble, and because you know pe- emotions are running high and all of that. But I think they closed down even like groceries and pharmacies and all of that. And the, this girl, I think she put up a message on Facebook saying. 
look i understand you all are mourning but there's literally no milk or bread in the house we d- just want to go out and buy yeah, some bread yeah she got arrested like, yes yes I and she remember. got arrested yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. and you're wondering like, what exactly has she said that was so offensive right right Right. And, and why is facebook not stepping up and this saying this is a very good she's, example yeah she's allowed to say that because she's not but facebook is wrong. scared right facebook is at the mercy but then at the same time these political parties can go on to facebook and spread such hate and then facebook just stays quiet that's right. the, the hypocrisy is just it's a bit it's not know. hypocrisy actually because facebook basically is very clear at least so far as they have abstained from any kind of a commitment towards this cause right which is where the whole boycott yeah. movement started right yeah. is that they Because are saying that we are going to to a political yeah. and they're too bottom line minded they are saying that yeah. you know we have the selfish interest of making money we don't care what you come here you know but i think it's enough i think this whole money making this pursuit of making money enough now no i do think that facebook has problems with uh, violence they do have problems with graphic content they do. do have problems with you know i mean they do have rightly obviously Uh, problems with what is being exposed on uh, through their uh, you know apps right they have, you know, there, uh, they have conditions s- against uh, pornography you know uh, oh, yeah. all that speaking is of, there yeah speaking of which i've i've you know i've personally reported a lot of um helpful comments that i find yeah. on instagram mm-hmm. um personally report you know just the the sort of uh, the sexual microaggressions the racist microaggressions oh, islamophobic you know, casual, casual 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 outrage yeah just yeah. casual you know just yeah i'm going to say it for the heck of saying it and i've reported them you know saying this is hateful yeah, speech yeah i don't know if that is yeah i mean i, I would know, like to response, believe it matters the yeah. response that i get because you know we've been saying that okay facebook is going to take a stricter stance on all these sort of comments and they you know especially after that whole hearing they said you know we're going to at least try and curb as much of these comments as we can So I said, okay, you know what? Let me report some of them. Mm. You report it, and you mm. get um, immediately you get an update on your report saying uh, we found that these comments do not really uh, defy Lord. any of Instagram's policies. Good so Lord. we will let it be there. Good Lord. Okay. Good Lord. So then, what is what is the point of having that report function? I, I don't I mean, understand. This exact are, same thing. Those comments are explicitly are explicitly violent. They're violent comments. You know, they're, I, I'm aware of what you're saying. They're violent you know? comments. Yeah. you know i uh, i the same thing has happened to me on kora right where the yeah. just the amount of islamophobia is mind numbing yeah. right and uh, yeah. i get joke questions and i don't answer the joke questions uh, or i'll put a question and get a joke answer right uh and mm. uh, I, then I, i try to report it and then kora takes mm. time takes serious for this and then you know uh, it gets lost it gets lost and in the yeah. notification says oh we didn't find anything problematic with that and there's some very problematic things that people have mentioned about an entire population yeah. an entire yeah. people of you know 1.8 billion people right and there's yeah. no problems with that that's uh, that's very disturbing right um it is If you're going yeah. to protect It's, the American Facebook users' privacy, and you're not going to protect privacy. the Indian, uh, yeah, and if you're going to just because Europe has a stricter data protection and privacy law than right. India does, right. does that mean that European customers of Facebook are far more protected from violent, it seems uh, so, you know, death threats and rape threats than Indians are? Then that's that's dangerous. Yeah, it seems to be the case, right? So yeah. that's that's does, uh, because I mean, again, it all comes back to you know this. Uh, Politics makes for strange bedfellows, as they say. 
it's uh, it does it does it certainly does but yeah. the only consistency is selfish interest right so oh, yeah. and and then as a people then you want to have selfish interest in the people right and that's that's what yeah. i see some companies doing some companies don't which brings uh, us actually to the next part of the next facet of the next lens that we need to look at this issue from which is the role of the advertiser right so for instance i'll i'll take uh, i'll take the case of the companies that have withdrawn honda has withdrawn coca cola has withdrawn unilever has withdrawn uh, drgo i think has withdrawn right and i, I used to yeah. follow hershey's uh, instagram i got an instagram post i think or a facebook post that said you know what if we are uh, for the sake of freedom right we yeah. are actually refusing to uh, you know put advertising monies behind uh, facebook products right so i said yeah. that's a that's a good one right but then my question to you Uh, I'll actually set the context before asking the question because if I ask the question, the answer is very straightforward, but probably not as practical. Now, for instance, let's yeah. say Hershey's has said, you know, they 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 bit the bullet and they said we got to do what's the right thing, and they have refused yeah. to advertise. But at the same time, their yeah. competitor could be Perfetti, right? Or it could yes. be Mars, right? Or Cadbury, yeah. or Nestle. Yeah. They won't do it. They won't refuse. Yeah, then Hershey's will sort of lose out in in recall in the long run. Yeah, yeah. um because you know mars is like oh you know what we, we don't really see this as such a problem but yeah. uh, we're going to take advantage of the fact that hershey's is no longer on this platform and we're going to going to try and capture hershey's market yeah how do you how do you fuel this uh, how do you power this moment i think it has to come from management i i honestly think that the people driving mars and nestle and cadbury have to get together and, and figure out what exactly is important at this moment because you know hershey's did not make this decision sort of overnight, overnight. Yeah, i'm sure exactly. they thought about it because it is ultimately affecting their business as well right right so in terms of you know who takes responsibility for this uh, like i said it comes entirely from the management i feel because hershey's did not make this decision overnight sure. i'm sure a lot of their shareholders got together and thought about you know what what would be the consequences of taking such a decision right uh, but then ultimately realizing in the current political climate that a lot of major economies are going through and the world is going through right. um it is important for a brand like hershey's which enjoys such a mass uh, following right. to take a political stand and it and it takes balls to do that honestly it takes balls it takes it takes balls it takes it takes, takes everything it takes yeah. everything because takes. there's a lot to be lost there's a lot to be lost there's a there's lot a at lot. stake yeah. Yeah. yeah um sure. so you know for i think mars and nestle and cadbury would sort of be looking at it also from a public relations point of view and realizing that okay now you know people's perceptions of hershey's have improved especially the politically active communities that we belong to right i said my respect for hershey's suddenly has increased because right. i'm like you know what great i'm i'm glad that a brand has taken a stance right. you know i'm glad that a brand has stood up and said that we're going to stop this and we're going to do something about it facebook cannot you know rule uh uncontrolled uh, like this exactly um, so i think from that point of view i i strongly suspect that other companies within will will follow suit uh, yeah will follow suit other companies yeah. within hershey's category will definitely follow suit because you want you know when there's a movement going on you want to be part of that trend right whether it you know your intentions may not be as altruistic as you know some would expect but you right. want to sort of be as part of that trend and you know right. show to your stakeholders and shareholders that look where uh, we're socially driven as well you know we care about people and their rights and right. uh, and all of that i do also think that you know uh, against uh, you know even if it means going against a grain a lot of yeah. education is due yeah. a lot of education is due i mean uh, you look at uh, the average facebook user 
we have no idea what you and I are talking about. Oh yeah. Right. And yeah, and I he, think he's just there to check in, you know, into oh I yeah. was here at this particular date. Exactly. So cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously social currency <laughs> validation, voyeurism. Yeah. all those things yeah. right but at the cost yeah. of what right and what are you at believing on whatsapp what? what are you believing yeah. when you come across very believable instagram posts which aren't true at all right or facebook and what or, are you sharing and what, what are, are you sharing, sharing with, yeah. Your, yeah. with your community yeah yeah, yeah. and what i think that's you? something that uh, i was like talking to my sister about this as well as well and she's as a communication student she said you know there's one thing that people need to be taught very carefully is media literacy Good lord which is basically yeah. you know figuring out who the source is right finding that okay is that is that source politically affiliated to you know a certain party yeah. or school of thought right. and then making your own decisions i just feel like at this point in time no one is questioning it it's anything. a lot of herd mentality just, right now yeah, yeah we're just blindly following what it's identity politics doing. right it is it is i i think i remember this one very interesting campaign that whatsapp had to come out Uh, with uh, I don't think you were in India at the time. I think sometime last year, yeah. WhatsApp actually ran a bunch of uh, video ads, and I quite liked them actually, which was on the lines. It mm-hmm. was it played on television. It played on you know they basically you know went to town with it, where uh, okay. you know they would show they would show the classic you know culture of misinformation. You know, or carefully orchestrated mm. misinformation, rather propaganda mm. and all mm. these things. Where you know there would be this guy who would say, you know what, you shouldn't really believe everything that's come on your phone just because it's printed on your phone doesn't mean it's true at all. And you've got to fight yeah. misinformation. And I think like how you have, uh, you know, in at the beginning of the COVID, how we had the two-minute dance routine for hand wash. right uh, yeah, just yeah. anything to basically create the habit i think something like that you know what your sister recommended which is the you know the digital literacy uh, media literacy yeah. right where you say you double yeah. check this you double check that you do this and that so i think they had i don't quite recall i would in fact after this call i would actually like to go back and watch that ad it was something on the lines of is this true if it is true does it have an agenda is it the right thing should i share it is it adding any value is it detrimental to is it uh, i think it was like share join not rumors or something like yeah, that yeah 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 so yeah so i think yeah. i think more such you know campaigns uh, would do well to educate people i would imagine but it's it's interesting that whatsapp is saying that but it's tell it's basically shifting the onus of spreading fake news onto us and it's <laughs> not doing anything about it it's holding us responsible saying hey you don't spread it okay but we are not going to do anything about it being you know shared on our platform but you don't spread it that's a bit like you know well, i won't share it if it's not available why is it available on your platform in the first place but who is to say what should be available and what shouldn't be available if you're going to give them such an enormous responsibility and make them the singular stakeholders in in what what you yeah. make to whatsapp and then they get corrupt then what are you going to do about it oh <laughs> right it's a tough one like if, if they are the guardians have, if they are the guardians to what is allowed on whatsapp to begin with right yeah and then they stand up and they say that we are going to run this narrative and not at all that narrative how will the counter opinion come out if somebody comes out slinging mud at a community right yeah and yeah. that community wants to respond yeah they and whatsapp allow allows one and doesn't allow yeah. the other what are you going to do about it exactly it's kind But of then, like then, it, it becomes mainstream media then like network it, it does <laughs> it does <laughs> it does yeah Yeah. Yeah. We are laughing about it because we are privileged. You are sitting in Melbourne. I am sitting in an uh, uh, in an upper middle class home in Bangalore. But uh, <laughs> to the to Muzaffarpur of the world, dude, this is a problem. Yeah. 
which is a problem not to chandbag in delhi this is a problem this is a problem it is right. the fact that really silly platform like whatsapp can cause so much chaos and hate and death it's it's scary it's scary it's problematic you know i'll just tell you my my two cents or my take away from yeah. what's happened i'm quite yeah. happy to see that you know finally you know this is a language that businesses understand which is basically a hit on the bottom line right shareholders might lose confidence you know there might be more accountability right yeah. uh, not at all to comment on zuckerberg's uh, private opinions not at all to comment on yeah. you know this is not at all to say that he has ulterior motives i'm just saying that he runs yeah. a business and you know this yeah. is all you know what like if you think about it in 14 years you know for for, for every two out of three people in the world to be on social media is a massive massive almost exponential rise and nobody could have uh, you know done it correctly right so yeah. while i'm yeah. not i'm i'm going to stop short of uh, at least publicly you know questioning facebook's political intent right although there is a narrative for that jaini you know for instance like yeah. every time there was there is a narrative for that why not right yeah there was yeah. definitely there's going to be people coming out and saying that facebook is selective in even even opposing terror attacks you know or you know standing with the victims of terror because you know like the you know the the guy who um, shot people at a, in a mosque in christchurch in new right. zealand right was able to film that whole rampage as a live video on facebook as a live video on facebook my god and and, and that, more, more depressing than that was the comments that he got yeah the comments that he got and and that's where face i mean come on you have to do something there you have to do something there right yeah. because the technology it's kind of like nuclear physics somebody is going to yeah. make a bomb yeah right there are already videos on how to make bombs on youtube available so now they're just going to you know i think now they've they've realized that you know especially these uh, hate mongers have realized that okay these platforms are not going to do anything Uh, about it or are yeah. pretty lax in their response um they're going to i don't know have live videos tutorials or some sort of like you know summons yeah. um you know online where they're spreading hate and spreading all sorts of violent messaging so where do these platforms come in exactly. how much responsibility there is a responsibility for sure because it's a pressing matter it's a pressing concern there is a it's a pressing matter simply because people are dying and you all living in fear all living in fear all living in fear all living in oppressed uh, societies are being discriminated against are being you know targeted and no amount of money or profit or business growth is going to ever match up to that so for i think for once this pursuit of money should be should take a back seat that's right we've got to yeah. set the rules of engagement and then you compete for money that's fair exactly that's okay. exactly yeah. which i think all these brands are trying to do they're now trying to make it a level playing field saying you know what you make billions out of us every year as a result of our advertising revenue and then you do nothing to right. you know stop the spread of hate and stop the spread of fake news and as a result of which uh, there's a lot of misinformation going on and people are dying as a result of it That's right. So now brands are like how does this work you you make the money and people die at the end you know that's a bit Yeah it's, that's it's not, exactly how is that fair in which universe is that fair No at all So I think I think uh, that's a great chat actually Jerry I'm delighted to have spoken to you I couldn't have spoken to a better person uh you know <laughs> about this the fact that you know you and i have had countless such discussions obviously helps right? yeah. like we we have the you know we are we are, we are both what they call leftards 
I you can call me whatever you want, but Seculars. I don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah secular, libtards, uh, yeah, yeah. So, leftists, communists, whatever. Exactly right, but uh, <laughs> but definitely, uh, definitely a matter of pressing concern. I think you know, uh, just to summarize it. I think it's it's good that our movement has come in, which which yeah. uh, speaks a language that that you know that they understand, which is the language of bottom line. Right. If nothing else, it will at least catalyze the whole process of bringing, you know, at least bring the issue into the limelight, right? And I uh, think uh, credit credit for this should partly go to the Black Lives Matter movement. Good Lord! Actually, that's a oh my God! Yes, you know, Black Lives yeah. Matter. Just you know, just the last time we were speaking, you know, you made a very valid point, which is where is the Black Lives move, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, profile picture. That profile paper. picture of printer and why isn't it there yeah why yeah. isn't it there right because you, you know something yeah we were talking about this there was an attack in paris or i think the notre dame was burning and instantly yeah. you know people could put up a french flag over the yeah, exactly. and say i stand with france yeah. where is your why, why um, i stand BLM? with the black community yeah where is it? Yeah, when yeah. black people are being shot dead for no reason. They are being um, killed on camera, right? So Yeah, they're being killed on camera and, and where is your uh, support? So what exactly is your stance here? <laughs> the fact that yeah. they are not allowed to take sides, that should be the stance, right? Yeah. Or if they're taking a side, then it should be the side of humanity, right? Exactly. Side of accountability, better, better living conditions, better culture. It's not just yeah. enough to have it basically be, unlimited Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not just it having us having a snooker table, right? That's not yeah, the culture we're talking about. Yeah. No, it should. And whatever stance you take, make sure that it's uniform across all the markets that you're operating in, right. not just those who pay you well, or not just those, uh, you know, where you've got the maximum usage, um, right. like India. Right. Um, it's got to be the same throughout. Exactly. Exactly. So, which is where I feel like you know how free basics was fought against yeah. for good reason. Yeah. I feel like yeah. this, this issue has to pick up steam and I would definitely want to be uh, one of those people trying to spread any kind of education on it and this podcast is therefore an attempt at that and yeah. I really really thank you for showing up and uh, I, I hope to sort of uh, get, or get, on a, get on a different call with you to discuss you know the other issue that we were talking about I think that can make for a very good episode as well which is the role that celebrities yes. and influencers quote unquote influencers play in terms of shaping influencers, as I call <laughs> influencers, them. Influencers, yeah. You know they what, are influencers. What, yeah, what is the extent of their moral obligation? What is the extent yeah. of their moral yeah. responsibility? Not just endorsing a product. The other day, I saw a lot of people make fun of Priyanka Chopra for talking about, yeah. uh, you know, talking out against the celebration of light skin. Yeah. And yet she was part of some fairness cream ad. Turns out that that is ten years old, and you know all of that stuff turned out to be the case. And that, yeah. that, that she, I, I, my my issues with Priyanka Chopra, are like, like yeah, that could be an, a whole another, another like another episode on the podcast. Is how much I hate Priyanka Chopra, and, <laughs> I, I, and I think that she is probably the most annoying Indian celebrity we have. But that's well, another episode. You know, but that that that's giving credit to uh, the fact that she uh, she should then therefore be considered a celebrity. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> but then again, you know, there's a lot. Of, you know, by that logic, you know, I have a problem with how quiet Ranveer Singh gets. Yeah, I think Bollywood has faced enough crap in the last few weeks after you know the unfortunate yeah. right. death of a young actor, yeah. and then you sort of. Uh, you know, you see all the filth and the dirt that the industry is filled with, yeah. and it comes out in 
a lot of people are under scrutiny for that the toxic work culture that um right. that, that industry see so there are people at the end of the day they are scared scared people at the end of the day and i feel like at all points in time jd have come to believe that the society right people at large yeah. are always more powerful than individuals actually right yeah. so so i think the general state of people right that's what the of fear right now of fear yeah. right now so let's talk about that the next time on uh that's going to be sure. fun and that's going to be insightful as well thank you so much for joining in Thanks Ladies and gentlemen, that was Janvi Dumuri straight from <laughs> Melbourne, and I can assure you, she is not upside down at this point in time. Although, no, uh, you know, post publishing, she might be from the comments that we get, but that's for another day. Thank you very much. This was the Tech Culture Vibes.